And welcome everyone to the Running Anthropologist podcast. This is episode 43 and I'm your host Mark Lane Holbert. Today we're featuring and saluting our grads. Just graduated this past week, finished with their work and have great positivity moving forward. We hear from them about some of the ways they've dealt with this tumultuous time and ways that they have of really reforming and turning around with an attitude of abundance and positivity and especially service. Both of them have outstanding goals and ways in which they have used their high school experience to move forward and apply it to what they want to do in life. I think it's a great and inspiring thing for other high schoolers to hear, other athletes, other students, and really just, just anyone. So I hope that you'll share it with others as you see fit, as well as subscribing to our podcast, liking and sharing it if you find something useful. Look forward to hearing from you, and let's get started. First up, you'll hear Catalina Cunningham's salutatorian speech and then we'll move right into her interview. And secondly, you'll hear a quote from Trey Morris, and right after that, directly following into his interview, both of which are about 10 minutes, power-packed. Hope you enjoy it. highest honor to speak on behalf of my class and before I begin I would like to recognize all of the students families and faculty of Winter Park High School for coming together during these trying times in kindergarten we said I can't wait to be a first grader first grade came and we couldn't wait to be in second that was the pattern our ambition was senior year the goal was being the big kids our games and pep rallies were going to be the most hype our school concerts and plays were going to be the most impressive Our prom was going to be the most memorable. Now our dresses and tuxes are sitting in department stores. If not, they're already in our closets resting on hangers. Instead of corsages and boutonnieres, we wear masks and gloves. And although this is our ending, it does not negate all that we have accomplished throughout high school. After many dedicated hours of diligent work, we were eager to wear our medals and cords across the stage. Yet here we are standing at the edge of adulthood, not on a stage, but behind a screen. 2020 is still our year, even if it is a Pyrrhic victory. Our class appreciates what graduating means more than any other year. Seniors of 2020 have gotten more recognition and appreciation than the years before. Class of 2020 is graduating despite a pandemic and we will always be the most hype, the most impressive, and by far the most memorable. Congratulations, seniors of 2020. Go Wildcats. And we're here today with Catalina Cunningham, whose salutatorian speech you just heard, amazingly done. And we're super proud to have a person who has been really involved at Winter Park High School in graduating this year as a senior uh, with all her peers, but especially and hear about her involvement in um, you know college preparation program with dual enrollment, as well as what it's like been like to be in really a, a passionate movement towards a medical field, um, seeing what's being done in the world at this time in the medical field. Super inspiring. And um, yeah, just great to have you on the program, Kata. Welcome. Thank you. Um, so maybe we can start off with what um, what has it been like, this experience, um, your senior year, you know, being dual enrolled at the college level, as well as, you know, what that experience has been like transitioning into college and how all this COVID-19 stuff has played into that. Great. So it was definitely different. Um, 
first of all, dual enrollment was really a great experience to transition between high school to college because, you know, still being like 16 years old and driving to the campus, having your own parking lot, uh, a bigger campus with people you don't know and having real professors, it's, it's definitely fun to be submerged into that whole new life. Um, and then as for COVID, it's been really a roller coaster because it's, it's exciting to be at home and have family time and time for your mental health and exercise. And I've, it's been hard too, you know, because I remember last year, most of my friends were a year above me. So I would go to their graduations Hmm. and sitting in that audience, watching them walk across the stage and celebrating with them no one in that audience thought for a second like oh the class of 2020 isn't going to have this Hmm. yeah and you've you've been able to see that that's a good point i hadn't thought about that like that mentoring aspect and kind of looking forward to that i i know that you did get to take part in a really cool kind of car decoration parade um just yesterday what what was that like yeah so that was really fun um we pulled up to the school and a lot of kids didn't think it was going to be much of anything, but a lot of teachers came together and families and made signs and were cheering and cars were honking. And it was so fun and uplifting that they've even started talking about making a tradition. So it's cool to see that a tradition is coming out of all of this Hmm. craziness and chaos. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's one of the things a few other people have said to me, too, like, oh, how about we rethink things, you know, to make them more meaningful, to um, to bring this into. um, And for you, I know there's been a lot of meaning throughout your high school experience because you're kind of always looking at the next step. And one of the things that you've talked about with me kind of off air is that you've been in this really unique biomedical program for like three years. What what is that like? How does it prepare you or what kind of hands-on experiences do you do yeah so it's it goes throughout different stages the begin the first year is like introduction to biomedical and then the other years are focusing more on you know viruses and bacterias and it's very hands-on and very challenging but it's so amazing to be able to give that experience to high schoolers Hmm. and to be able to see all of that you know we would dissect cow eyes and sheep livers and it was just an awesome opportunity and a great look at what that field is like and definitely helped me find my passion for it huh yeah and you know a lot of people think oh you know they're just in high school they got lots of time to decide don't put any pressure on them but this is something obviously you really wanted to do and you were you know you were raring to go you were like your mind was just open and just learning all it, this. Th- it also gives you a great experience in like starting to figure out how to do research papers and cite all those. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, things I didn't learn until my sophomore year in, in college, <laughs> probably, or beyond. Um, so I, I also wanted to tie that back into your future career because this has helped you kind of decide you really want to serve. Um, you want to be in Doctors Without Borders. You want to dedicate your life to medical industry, medical, um, service. And, um, you know, did that help obviously ferment that, those, those ideas, those dreams for oh, you? Oh yeah, of course. That was definitely the, the foundation and it's, yeah, of course. 
And what in particular, um, you've mentioned a few things to me, but kind of where do you see yourself? You know, I know Rollins is this coming fall, and there's mm-hmm. probably still some uncertainties about how that will start. But mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of solid things, too, um, to look forward to. What, what are some of those smaller goals or things that you're looking forward to in, in your college career? So Rollins, thankfully, has a very small teacher to student ratio. So it's like 12 kids to one teacher. Um, so definitely saying that we'll have in-class meetings. Mm-hmm. And they've even talked about, even if it'll be difficult, having classes outside, hmm. which would be definitely cool to look forward to. And again, I'm talking about new traditions, and that might be a thing for the future as well. Hmm. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you also, you know, a lot of our podcast is about the body-mind-spirit connection, um, sometimes running. We just did an episode about triathlons. Um, I know that your father is really big into the cycling world and that he's kind of drug you in. I've heard this story about um, like, you know, nine uh, at nine, you rode a Kmart bike like 60 miles and um, always pushing you. What um, what are some of those things that like you feel are kind of pushing you and how has that helped to balance you throughout your your high school career? Um, so my dad, you know, he loves cycling and that's one of my favorite memories with him. Um, but we all love to, you know, go to the together and start weight training. And even now at the house at night, we'll just all three of us get, put our feet under the couch and start doing sit-ups and push-ups and pushing each other. And it's just, it's really funny to watch each other. It's so fun. <laughs> it brings us closer for sure. Yeah, because you have to. There's you can't go to the gym, or at least you haven't been able to until yeah. until recently. Um, it, that's really neat because I think a lot of those things that you learn as habits growing up in your in your household, particularly when you're a teenager, you're like you know mm-hmm. you'll start those in college and they'll carry on um, the rest of your life. Um, do you have anything that you're um, particularly proud of uh, over over your high school career that you think will um, give you some uh, some confidence going into going into your first year in college? Well, hands down, being salutatorian just was such a great honor. I was not expecting it, but receiving that has shown me that all the hard work I put into high school really, really paid off. And so many people have seen my speech and it's, it's so, it's incredible. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it, that's really neat. It was very short, very to the point and very encouraging, I think. Um, such a kind message. And that's kind of why we reached out to you to, to talk a little bit more with you about this. Um, you are a very balanced person. I know you put a lot of effort into academics and also the sporty side. But for those that might not know you well, you also have taken part in orchestra and also, also really musically inclined. Could you yes. mention a little bit about that? Yeah, so I actually started when I was in Miami in sixth grade. And what's funny about that is the program in Miami wasn't as great, so we actually used sponges as shoulder rests <laughs> for violin. I thought professionals just were able to play without anything there. So when I came to Orlando and found out that shoulder rests were a thing, that was like a whole new world for me. That was crazy. <laughs> um, but I've been playing up until junior year, and I definitely want to get back into it because I've missed it. Neat. What, what is your instrument? 
Katalina? I play the violin. The violin. Okay, that's what yes. I thought. Um, the um, yeah, the resting part. I I don't know a lot about about musical performance, so I must say, I, I would like a rest under there. I think that's I think you yeah. deserve that. <laughs> um, okay, so rounding things out, um, you've told us a lot about kind of how you balance yourself, a lot about some of those programs that you found. Um, what would be your advice maybe for younger students in high school or even parents who are hoping to get their, um, you know, future student involved? Um, how, how, how did you find that magical matrix or that balance? And what would you recommend? What advice would you give? I mean, my goal was always to just make my parents proud and do my best. I never thought about not putting my best effort in, you know, you just, even if you get a lower grade, as long as you try your best and put all that you could into it, then that's, that's the satisfaction right there. That's where you get your pride from. And just keep looking forward, look for that goal and, and reach and aim for it. I think that applies to a lot of things in life, including running, which a lot of our, mm-hmm. our podcast focuses on, um, but exactly. cycling and any sports and any academics, um, putting your best foot forward and knowing that at the end of the day, you can tell yourself that, right? Right. Um, okay. And as I promised, any other advice, I know you gave a great speech, but any other advice you would give um, fellow peers and seniors that are um, heading out into the world or maybe facing some uncertain times right now? Definitely just look at the positives and keep reminding yourself that we're all in this situation together and we just have to be there for one another. Cool. Thank you, Kata. We will definitely try to be there and I'm, I'm super grateful that, that you gave us some time to talk about it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad I got this opportunity. All right. Take care and good luck. Thank you. And we're here today with Trey Morris, recent graduate from Berkeley Preparatory High School here in Tampa, Florida. And he has a lot of things to share with us. Super excited to have you, Trey. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Trey has spent um, has been captain of cross country uh, and track teams there at a really good uh, running high school. And he's gotten to know a lot of wonderful people in the running world and traveled all over with running and backpacking. Um, has a lot of great stories, but also some insight around what it's like to be a senior this year. So we want to hear all about it. Um, can you start us out by telling, you know, how you got started hiking and running and being on the trails and uh, decided to run with the team? Yeah, um, oddly, those both kind of started at the same time, which was way back in middle school. And they were both done on kind of a whim. It was a why not. I want to do something with my time. I want to find something interesting to do. Backpacking. I had a friend. I convinced him to go with me. I've been doing it for five years. Um, I love it now. I go for a month every summer, California, Alaska. It's great. Wow. Running, on the other hand, was like, I want to do something interesting in like my final eighth grade year of school. So I signed up. I had no particularly strong feelings about it. But when I went to a new high school, I figured it was a good way to meet new people. So I joined the cross-country team. And then from there, it's just what I've done ever since. I love it. That's awesome, Trey. I, you know, one of the things that we talked about a little bit uh, before we started recording is your kind of your mantra of team and how kind of working as a team and getting to know people on your team has has changed you throughout these years. 
um, and how, you know, eventually you became a leader through that. And that's kind of led you into what you want to do in life and in college, um, which I think is really inspiring. Um, do you want to share a little bit about, you know, how that evolved during high school and your decision for, for, for college at this time? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I'm going to go all the way back to freshman year. And I was on just an easy run with who, like, total role model, like, idolized him. He ran 1630s, which to me at the time was mind-boggling. Leo Ochoa. He was our current captain. And he went on this little tangent about how he never thought as a freshman that he would, like, have a 1630 time or that he'd be captain. He just, like, couldn't see it or visualize it. And I laughed, and I, like, distinctly remember saying, like, well, you're not me. Like, I didn't expect, like, any of that, right? And so fast forward, like, two years, and I'm a junior, and our team is, well, it's not at its peak, right? In 2A, like, that classification, we're seated 60th or so. Okay. And I've just taken over as a captain, and I have no idea what to do. And it, it took a little while to figure out, like, how to manage, like, different dynamics and how to – like build a team with so many different people on it that are very different people and personalities, right? Sure. But what it came down to for me was that if we were to succeed, we were going to succeed together. But more importantly, we were going to do it for each other. Like that was where I found my strength in running. And that's where I think a lot of my team does too. So we ended this my final senior like race, right, for cross country. Mm-hmm. We got third in 2A, which was the best our school's done in, I think, a decade. And um, I don't know, it just it felt really full circle. And it wasn't, none of the achievements or any of that felt personal to me, and I'm assuming same for my team, but it felt like we have done it together because we run together and we do everything as a team together. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to go into the service afterwards. So I could have that same sense of like family and team and like strive for a purpose together. That makes a lot of sense. And you, um, if I'm correct, you're going into a military leadership program at, at West Point. Yes. All right. So that will be, I report in the summer, I do some training. It's all messed up because of COVID, but I'm just going to say what typically happens. And I do four years of college and then the summer there's training as well. And when I leave, I'm a commissioned officer and I serve a minimum of five years active duty. So that's how that like roughly works. Yeah, it's a big commitment, but one which even in the name of the program has the word service. So kind of as you indicated in your experience with, with team leadership, you've sought that out for career and college at, at the same time, sort of. Yeah, and it's it's really provided something which is unique for me in like a college experience, or I'm assuming it will provide, and that's why I've chosen it. It's because I'm at a school such as that where everything is centered around getting you ready for one central goal with the rest of your class. Hmm. I think that it resembles a lot like my cross-country team and how we all struggle and strive together to succeed and achieve the same thing, which is, yes, individual success, but more importantly, the success of the team and how we do. And that, I think, applies significantly to West Point. Yeah, because in in that you're very you're really correct in that it, it's rare when you go to a traditional college that everyone is focused on the same goal. Um, even if you're running at a varsity team, you know obviously everyone is not learning towards the same goal and thinking about that. So I, I think you're right that aspect. I'm going to serve something larger is is even bigger in that context. 
Um, have you seen among your peers and fellow classmates, have they kind of gravitated similarly or what, um, you know, especially those that you were teammates with, what have some of their decisions been or how have they been um, dealing with the transition from high school to college? Well, on a similar note, and I think this shows a lot about the sport and the community, I have, I'm going to West Point and then two of my friends on track are going to the Naval Academy, Annapolis. Hmm. Uh-huh. So I think there's definitely a correlation there between like running track cross country in the community and like team building there and then like going to like a service academy. But on the whole, a lot of my friends have had, I don't want to say a hard time dealing with this, but it's definitely messed with college recruitment in their final season. Hmm. As in, it's hard to show off those final times and like get those final offers when you don't have an opportunity to do so. Yeah, the spring track season especially was um, was cut short. Um, have you seen some creative ways of coping with that or kind of what's been your experience uh, during this graduation week? Um, you know, things that you found particularly um, uplifting or things that you've seen among your peers? On a larger scale, what I found uplifting is the dedication of teachers and coaches, as in, I've been able to experience such support from them, even though I haven't been on campus. Um, actually, surprisingly, we're having an in-person graduation this weekend, which will be fantastic. And the fact that they're pulling that off hmm. means the world to me and a bunch of other students. But it's just been nice to like see that they're like keeping us like in mind and still trying to help out. Like despite the fact that track ended, we all continued training, especially those like sophomores and juniors that are at that critical part of their high school careers. Uh, they've kept through and they've made it a full season with mock meets and everything. It's just, it's not the same and they don't get the official times. Hmm. Well, that's great. That's, that is really creative. I hadn't heard about the mock meets and doing that online. Um, but that sounds really cool. Um, so for you personally, um, there's not a lot of uncertainties at this point. It seems like things are moving along well enough so that you can have an in-person graduation with some, obviously some distancing and other, uh, you know, other safety protocols. Um, what is, what are other things that you're looking forward to um, when this isolation period ends? Yeah. Um, there's the little things, right? The normalcy of like a movie theater or being able to like go to like a crowded restaurant. I mean, I miss that, but what I really miss is being able to see my entire team in like one spot for an actual practice. Huh. We've done our best to like spread apart and maybe have like small, like individual or like group practices where like people can see each other, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. And it will be great for me to like, have that sense of like closure almost and have like one last good practice with the full team out on the track, which is something I miss, but hopefully I'll get to experience it at a later date when I come back to visit. Yeah. I'm, I, once again, I'm, I'm sorry that you won't be able to, but it seems like from my perspective, um, you have an attitude and have probably shared that, um, it's rubbed off on others on your team, um, that really approaches this correctly in that it's um, something you're in together and it's an opportunity. Um, Is there any other advice or maybe a a top message that you would share with other students, be them athletes or not, 
um, during a time of uncertainty and perhaps during a time when they're really missing some of those things, like you mentioned, that, that last track meetup. In the end, I've had a great high school career. I mean, I got 24th in the state for the 1640-something, but that's not what matters. What matters to me is something my coach always said, which is every race is an opportunity, not a burden. It's an opportunity to prove something to yourself and to your team and to do something great. And that's what has made me appreciate my high school career so much. For me, it's just thinking about all the big events that got me there. And it's not, obviously, it's not the closure events that make it great. For me, it's the little things along the way, like the random stuff that happens on a van ride, which we take vans to our meets, which is, I don't know, it's unique and it's fun. It's, it's those little things, the good memories, the best races, right? The accomplishments that make it great. And so while it's sad to miss out on the closure type things, it's not that heartbreaking to me because it's not what I loved about the sport or love about the sport. It's hmm. the people and it's what we did together. And I still I have all the memories of what we did together and the people aren't going anywhere. So yeah. I shouldn't really complain. It's not all that bad. That's, that's awesome. That's a great note to end on and a great piece of advice. Um, for any student and uh, I wish you the best of luck Trey I know that um, you'll go on to do great things uh, with the attitude that you have and um, hopefully to, to lead others in a way that um, inspires appreciation of the little things of the journey um, as, as you mentioned before so thanks Trey thank you and thanks to all of you for coming along with us on this great journey hope that it's given you a little bit of hope our future generation, and some of the ways that maybe this crisis has turned around our thinking, giving us opportunities to reorient. There are great things to come. In the meantime, I wish you and yours the best, and I hope that you'll have a chance to share and inspire others, wherever your goals are, wherever your future lies, using this time as a time to rebuild. Please share, like our podcast, Hop over to runninganthropologist.com to find links and photos about today's episode and all the past ones. We're going to go out on a high school song today. When some loud braggart tries to put me down and say your school is great, I tell her right away, now what's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard of my school? It's number one in the state. Hey, hey, hey!